0: This is episode 91 of Wayne and with Travis Hartman. I am B-Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav. We are recording, recording, recording. We're good to go. can Trav. This is a show about cold, hard facts in the boxing world, plus our opinion, which sometimes tends to be fact as well. And if you want to challenge us on that, go ahead, down below. If you're following us on YouTube or or if you're uh, you know listening to us on Spotify or wherever else you might be catching this rumble, yada, 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 Please do comment, like, support, uh, continue to subscribe, hit the follow button, hit the bell icon if you want to be notified on YouTube. Anytime we drop new content, uh, we can travel, We have some boxing news to definitely hit right on the head from the start, from the opening gate. I love it. You
1: know I love when we talk about boxing right away.
0: This is I love it. well this cuz this is the number 1 Beards Bourbon and Boxing podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym, now specifically on the second floor in the podcast studio room of said boxing gym, shot on a Sunday or Monday. Today is actually Sunday, dropping on Wednesday morning 7:15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In, in the, the world, world. In the world, that is—that's our demographic. That's the niche market, folks. We appreciate the support and constant followings. Yada yada yada. It's actually yada, not a yata. Anyways,
1: did you just yada 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 me?
0: I did yada yada. There's yada. a signful episode about. This anyway, yada, yada, so yada yada yada, and here we are. We got drama, folks. We got drama, and it that's starts with the name Jake Paul. Are you surprised here? We we're can no, track.
1: That is literally his name. Is associated with. I think when I looked it up in the dictionary, I drama, and then it has an example, and all it says is Jake Paul.
0: So by the I t- looked it up in Webster's, and yeah, it said that. Yeah, picture definition. And so by the time um, that's not true. By the time this episode drops on Wednesday, this will probably be all old hat, old news, right? Uh, yeah. But as of yesterday, which was Saturday, yes, sir. Jake Paul, Hasim Rockman, canceled.
1: Canceled. Kai Bosh. They put the kibosh on it.
0: And there's a lot of speculation as to why, but we can travel we're gonna take we want your expert take as to what you saw happen, maybe some inside track, inside knowledge as to what happened, and we're just gonna kinda of go from there. There's gonna be a lot of voices of opinion here on this thing, and by the time Wednesday hits, by the time you're seeing this episode, you may have already solidified opinion. We might change your opinion. I hope that's the case. We can travel episode ninety one. Yeah, sure. And I'm tossing the ball to you. Let's talk about it. Jake Paul, Haseem Rockman, what's going on? So here's the deal,
1: and this is where I always like to pride myself on stuff like my prediction videos. I pride myself on, I make them unemotionally, okay? Mainly, I I look at what I see, and I make that decision based on that. I try not to get into the emotions of, like, this guy's backstory, all this other stuff. And that's made me pretty good at my predictions. I'm pretty solid. I have a a good winning record. Mm -hmm unlike my pro boxing career, but I have a good winning record in my prediction videos, especially since we started weighing in with Travis Harmon a couple years ago, by the way, episode 91, we're almost on a hundred. Let's go. Let's go. But so Jake Paul, Haseem Rockman Jr. So much drama surrounding this for me though. I break it down so simple. And this is where I, I know that a lot of promoters across the world know when they dealt with me is when I gave them my word, I signed that contract. Mm -hmm. I fulfilled my contract, 46 professional boxing matches. I never not fulfilled the contract. I made my appropriate weight. I always came in like I said I would, and that's just what you're supposed to do. Contracts are not... You give your word to somebody, that should be your bond, okay?
0: Give a little backstory as to what we're talking about for those that might not be as familiar with uh, the contract situation when we first started talking about this fight going down this coming Saturday, which no longer it is. So give give us the foundation of it first, and then explain to the folks at home what happened.
1: So the original, Jake Paul originally was supposed to fight Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury fumbled the bag, couldn't get over to America. Tommy fumbles. Tommy fumbles. So... Hassim Rockman Jr. steps in and says, hey, you know, I'll take the fight. Actually, a lot of people said they'll take the fight because it's good money. But Jake Paul and Haseem Rockman Jr. came to an agreement with uh, a fight at Madison Square Garden, August 6th, on a Saturday, um, and they agreed to a certain weight because Hassim Rockman Jr. fought at 226 his last fight, which is heavyweight, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, Jake Paul fights at 195, mm-hmm. and that is cruiserweight. So they had to come to a catch weight. Catch weights are not out of the norm, so all these people that want to jump on Jake Paul's ass about this stuff don't because catch weights are normal in professional boxing uh-huh. you agree to something you hold to it however technically this isn't a catch weight because they originally agreed to 200 pounds which is the cruiserweight limit so 200 and under which is where jake paul fights at cruiserweight so Hossein and rockman jr agreed to make 200 pounds also there was a rehydration clause to where he wasn't allowed to weigh more than 215 the night of the fight or the day of the fight okay so fast forward Last week, it was I think Wednesday, is um, Rockman's camp was going back and forth with the New York State Athletic Commission, and they were monitoring and tracking his weight because I think there's something that's like a 10 to 15% of your body weight is what you're allowed to lose. They have some kind of thing they have up there because it's very true. A lot of guys that will suck down in weight end up having some major damage sure, to their body. Sure. So it's cool. I'm cool with that. So the New York Athletic Commission – uh, showed a, a weight of Hossein Rockman Jr., and I believe it was like 215, 216 when he first took the fight three weeks ago. Fast forward, now I guess he weighed 215. Okay, and he's a week out. So the Newark Athletic Commission said, based on the percentages of what you're allowed to lose on hydration and things like that, this fight needs to be at 205 or they won't approve it. Sure. So Jake Paul was like, oh my gosh, okay, can we do 205? And they said, yes, we'll do 205. So Jake Paul's camp... This is all true. These are all facts. Jake Paul's camp sends over a contract for 205. Uh, I believe they sent it to Rockman's camp, and then Rockman's camp comes back now and says, hey, we can't make 205. In fact, we're going to make 215 is what they said. So here's the deal. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. Okay? You agree to 200, you do it. They go up and weight 5 pounds, 205, and they do it. And my opinion is coming from Hassem Rockman's own video. Where he claims the same thing and now he's calling out, he's, he's getting emotional with it and calling out Jake Paul. Oh, you'll fight anybody any weight, blah, blah, blah. Jake Paul did say that. A hundred percent was like, I'll fight anybody any weight. Weight doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. However, guys, weight does matter when you sign a contract. You're getting paid a half a million dollars. Weight does matter because that contract said the weight. It said 205. There's no mix-up there. Yeah. There's zero mix-up. There's no. You can get all the emotions that you want. There's no mix-up. In my opinion, there's no mix-up. Both camps, even Hossein Rockman Jr., in his own video, clearly states that, yes, 200 was a thing, the 205 came into play, and now he said he can't make less than 215. So I'm taking my opinion based on just that. I think Hossein Rockman's in in the wrong, period.
0: Yeah. I mean, cuz let's be honest, for those that have their own hot take online or have their opinion about this thing, who's at fault, if they're both at fault, keep in mind that there's a third party involved here which is making the decisions and they are they are the governing board of the New York State Athletic Commission. You can't do much without their approval if anything, especially headline a Madison Square Garden boxing match. So if you don't have the approval, if you don't have the contractual terms with the New York State Athletic Commission, it they ain't. own you, dude. It they ain't own happening. You.
1: They own you. You contract the way to that, you own a to fight in their state. They own you. Every commission governs everything.
0: So wrong or right, guilty or not, whoever it might be, it doesn't matter. If, if, if you don't have the field to play on, you ain't playing. Yep. And that's the case. The The New York State gave them the 205 leeway from what we've gathered, MVP promotions and that camp, yep. sent over then the new contract language for the 205, and that was balked at quite dramatically and quickly, which is why Jake Paul's then said, we're done yep. and we're now going to have to refund tickets hmm, as well as any sort of pay-per-view buys, whatever else I feel terrible for Amanda Serrano and all of her people and everyone else fighting on yep. that card, which this was going to be huge exposure for yep. all the fighters there, which I'll be honest with you. We can trap. I don't know who else is fighting on the card because I told you from the start when he was fighting Tommy fumbles, Tommy fury, I'm not interested in this. Yeah, you
1: are not being money. You're open about that.
0: Then when this guy came a calling, I said, the only intriguing thing here is maybe the fact that he's probably a little bit better, and he's, he's bigger. He's a lot better
1: than Tommy Fury. And
0: he's bigger. But other than that, I'm still not interested. So part of me, the conspiracy theorist we can try has to say Let's this. Hear it. Let's
1: hear
0: it. Is that perhaps, perhaps, and I don't like to give this guy a ton of credit all the time, but perhaps Dana White might be onto something, president of the UFC, saying, hmm, maybe ticket sales had something to do with this sucker too. Okay, maybe. But there's a lot that goes it goes into it. But you cannot hide the fact that Hasim Rahman Jr. is a big boy and he wasn't losing weight. So no matter what, nope. you might have this scapegoat or that scapegoat or this reason or that reason. I bet you there's multiple reasons and all of a sudden this thing is now, poof, yeah. kaput.
1: Yep. So I, I want to give this little quick thing, too, because I think it matters with a little bit of um, facts, too. I posted on Facebook when this first happened. I posted on the Facebook. I also posted on our Wayne In With Travis Hartman Instagram page. Follow us there. We're breaking news. We're all over it. Within like three or four minutes, we had it posted as well. We have no life. We are right on the money. I, I mean, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> we, we have our finger on the pulse. At Wayne In, at Wayne In With Travis Hartman. That's Instagram. all one word.
1: Follow us everywhere, guys. We're Literally, our name you can search on all media outlets Spotify, uh, iTunes, YouTube, everywhere, fa- uh, Facebook, Insta- yep. all of that. We're yep. weighing in with Travis Hartman. We're there. However, I posted this and somebody had commented on my Facebook status and I replied to him as a professional boxer, a veteran. Mm-hmm. Guy had like 30, 40 pro fights. And here's what I said. And I'm going to read the whole thing because I'll tell you why. Somebody also commented on it and agreed 100% with it. And then I'll tell you who that is. So I said, He agreed to the fight at 200 pounds, talking about Haseem Rockman. According to the commission, he weighed 216 and only lost one pound in three weeks, Haseem Rockman, Paul and the promotion adjusted the weight to 205. They agreed. Then Rockman claims he isn't making less than 215. Unfortunately, I don't care who you are. Don't agree to something if you can't make it. It's unprofessional. Mm. Rockman didn't have to take the fight. This is unacceptable on Rockman's part, period. Jake honored his word, even adjusted the contract at the end. This is not professional, and Rockman is not completely in the wrong. It's bad business, Period. BJ Flores, Jake Paul's trainer, comments on my status and says 100% correct. Mm -hmm. So, those are facts that I gave out. Okay. I'm not wrong on those facts. Those Mm -hmm. are facts that there's actually a paper trail of those facts.
0: Absolutely. There can
1: be other things in the background for sure, like the promotion. You could could be not wrong for sure. Yeah. The sales could have been less than what they were wanting, whatever else. However, this was Rockman that pulled this out. This is Rockman that's making it look bad. In my opinion, I still, I'm going to stand by this. Like, I just think that Haseem Rockman is in the wrong because he gave his word. We're loyalty dudes over here be money. We tell people we're going to do something, we promote local boxing, we go there, we do what it. do we do? We put our money where our mouth is. Yep. Haseem Rockman, in my opinion, he did not put his money where his mouth was.
0: Yeah, It's um, listen, it's disrespectful. We say on this show a lot we can try. We say something along to the effect of make it make sense. Haseem Rockman Jr., everything going on, Us talking about your weight for the past few weeks now. Make this make sense to us where you're somehow the victim. Please make it make sense. And honestly, if it's ticket sales and all this other crap going on as well... You still can't justify the fact that you lost one pound in three weeks. Yep. We can, travel. I take a shit and I lose five pounds.
1: Yeah. This guy. This guy claims that he was training really hard. And I don't know that if he is, he was or wasn't. I know that his dad, former highway champion of the world, three weeks ago was like, "Hey, I don't think my son has been training hard for any of his fights leading up to this." Yeah. But for you, and I know a lot of people are going to run with that and say even his own dad didn't believe in him. I actually disagree with that. I think his own dad does believe in him. I think what his own dad was doing was a little psychology and was trying to motivate his son to train a little harder to beat a Jake Paul. Could be. So I'm not the conspiracy on that one. I watched that. Could be
0: true. I watched that one. It was just kind of a lazy attempt at that, though. Like, it was really like, man, you could at least have a little – like, his dad, when he made those comments, he's just kind of like talking like this about it. And, like, it's – yeah, my son is just kind of lazy and basically saying he's lazy. It wasn't like – yeah, you know what? He needs to get up off his butt and finally. This yeah. is th- this is the time now. Yeah, it wasn't like that. It was. A like weird that. Motivational it was. <laughs> and so, what? What did Haseem Rockman do? And in, in, to instead, he went and ate some damn Taco Bell and didn't lose any weight. Yeah, actually, we can trap Taco Bell will make you lose the weight because you'll take that fat Dookie. Crap your pants. Absolutely, dude. We'll the, the to- you don't have to do it in your pants. Oh, it could just be in the toilet. That doesn't happen to you, right? Don't you?
1: I don't like Taco Bell.
0: I love Taco Bell. I just don't eat it anymore. Maybe right, I don't right like now.
1: Taco Bell because I crap my pants. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I've, okay. never, so, I've never got my But that being said, Haseem Rockman
0: Jr. Jeez. Haseem, <laughs> Haseem Rockman Jr. Make it make sense. That's How can it. we not look at you and say, yep. geez, you've, you're you the primary factor as to why this fight and the whole card went down in flames. Yep. Amanda Serrano, who she's fighting. Everyone that's fighting on that card, they could point a finger at you saying... You jacked this up just like Tommy Fury almost jacked this up for us. This other guy who we might not like necessarily the character and the way he's, you know, b- b- yeah, marketed himself, himself, whatever yeah. else. But you know what? He's helped us get paid along the way, too. We're not complaining about yeah.
1: that. And like, like I said, at the end of the day, like it's not, it's not my personal opinion about Jake Paul. Yeah. I have my own opinions about the guy. But in this instance, you're doing yourself no favors, Haseem Rockman Jr. Because one, listen, like I said, Jake Paul is on recording. He was talking to um, the, the head of Matchroom Boxing, um, Eddie Hearn, yep. in a video on DAZN. This was a while ago, a couple months ago. And he was like, hey, I'll fight anybody, anywhere on your roster. All I'll your guys. And he goes, yep. all your guys. And he was like, "They're like, what well, way? He was like, anyway. any of them. So listen, I get that. That's fine. He did say that. However, Haseem Rockman Jr., before you signed this contract, maybe you should have said that. Maybe you post that video. That's fair. Maybe you negotiate your way to higher weight, you know, possibly by posting that video, but it doesn't matter what you say now because his own video and his response to all of this, he admits that he was supposed to make 205 and he goes into a really emotional plea after that like, well, Jake Paul said he'll fight anybody, any weight. Seven days before a boxing match, you you pull this bull crap. I know as a fighter that it's disheartening because that weight, it it matters because Jake Paul... He's 195. He's following a strict diet plan as well. This guy probably could be over 200. Who knows? He's cutting a little bit to make it as well. Who knows? So you respect the other fighters, but you made a good point earlier too, though. He's screwing the undercard fighters on this card. Those are the ones that really can't afford to miss fights. They're the ones that are fighting for their living, fighting to make money, fighting to pay their rent, fighting to pay their mortgage, all of that. Also, let's not forget the promotion they're losing millions in this. You know how many commercials? Do You know how many? They had big billboards up you, everywhere. You they lost
0: money. You can't tell me, Weekend Trav, that the heads uh, heads up and uh, not heads up the 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 powers that be in Showtime yeah are gonna want Rockman Jr. on a card ever again. It's yeah. you know done.
1: What? I find it. I find it very very hard to not to like. Go after these guys after you cost them money and you promised to do something. Where Where is holding your end up the contract? Where is that at? Where is the, the morals? Just, where is the character of that? It just
0: leaves everyone it's, – it's a bad taste in your mouth, especially when y- you try to vilify the other guy as to like, oh, you're saying you'll find anybody and blah, blah, blah. You're trying to vilify but he's followed the contract. It doesn't matter if his – 100%. Pro- it doesn't matter if his promotion company – Wrote the contract up. Yeah, which they did. They, they did. did
1: clearly. He was the A side, so they did. 100%. But you
0: signed your name. Yep. We can, Trav. If we sign any contract to do business with somebody or whatever else, if all of a sudden we don't follow the terms and we go to them and be like, "Sorry, yo, I just didn't feel like doing that on my side," but you know what? You need to meet me. And they'd yeah. be like, "What? Screw you."
1: It's not how you negotiate. What's happening
0: in the real world? It'll take you to court. So in this case, the fight's just off. And we the fans, which I'm not saying this was going to be a big fan fan favorite fight or anything like this, but now we're still talking about this crap. Now we're still talking about the hasn't fought the Pro Boxer stuff yeah. and all this other garbage. And this time, it's not to any fault of Jake Paul.
1: Yeah, it really is not Who this Who cares time.
0: if the ticket sales may have been weak? And It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, doesn't it doesn't matter. Because yeah. we can travel. You and I go to local shows and other shows, and we see these people busting their butts to get to that spot yeah. these guys are you know starting out maybe one two and oh eight no nine and oh ten and oh starting to get the records up there you know what they're fighting and clawing and everyone's doing their best to make their weight on all sides of that contract and you know what it's just it's just in poor taste it yeah. it, it gives everyone uh, especially loose boxing fans if not just sports fans they look at boxing and they they laugh at it now yeah
1: And you know what? And Jake Paul made a comment. I don't like it because he was calling out boxers. He's like, oh, these boxers are not honoring their word." He's right. Tommy Fury didn't. Huston Rockman Jr. didn't. But in his, not defense, but UFC fighters, when they came over to fight Jake Paul, there was the same deal. Ben Askren had the same deal, made half a million dollars. Not a piece of the pay-per-view sales, period. Tyrone Woodley, same thing. Fought him twice, half a million dollars. So... I don't think Haseem Rockman has a foot to stand on right now. No. Because if you would have said this three weeks ago when you signed the contract, oh, this is bullcrap. You're trying to drain me of my weight. You knew this four three weeks ago.
0: Exactly.
1: That's the problem with
0: Bring me Bring the now. issue up yes. before yes. signing your name on a piece of paper.
1: That is a lack Dummies. of maturity that is immature. And also, I've been talking back and forth with another pro boxer, uh, Adrian Pinero, cruiserweight, yep. who happily would have took this fight for sure Sure, sure. but obviously they canceled it so it wasn't a big problem but he's agreeing he's just like listen you promise to do something you do it that's what boxers do there's promoters all over the world that seeing this and hearing this and i promise you promoters already have a hard time getting guys to honor stuff so when you when you have a a, a history now do you know how many pro boxing promoters are going to look at austin rockman jr and go maybe the risk doesn't outweigh the reward because he doesn't sell
0: because now, unless something miraculous happens in his career down the road, this is now what he'll be known for.
1: He's coming off of a loss, forever. Dude. He's coming off of a loss. I know.
0: But now, when you look back, if this is just an asterisk or if this is just a little, oh, by the way, on a trivia card somewhere, this is what his career is going to be known for. My goodness gracious! We can travel. We it's can spend a lot so of time on this, good. but it's it's really annoying. By the time you guys have seen this episode, episode ninety one drop, uh, you know, because we drop on Wednesday. Maybe this is once again old hat, old news. Maybe it's still fresh and the fire still going. Maybe I don't know. Who knows what's going on uh, uh, when it comes to this uh, this uh, MVP promotions and Jake Paul at that point. But either way, that's our take on it. We can yeah. travel. I want to pivot here. Get away from this. Get away from the negative vibes.
1: Even though the twenty four hour news cycle is so popular right now, I still believe that my stance and opinion on all of this will hold weight today, tomorrow, and the next day. Because you say something, you honor it. No matter what else comes out of this, sure. In my opinion, let's say ticket sales are low. Let's say all the, let's say Dana White was correct. Let's say all that doesn't matter because yeah. Rockman pulled out. Ooh. Ticket sales or not, doesn't matter. So I, I love the pivot because I think we should pivot to the guys who are busting their asses exactly. and trying to get to that level of Madison Square Garden.
0: Let's do that. Let's get the negative vibes out of the way, and let's get to get it, some money. stuff coming up locally here in Orlando and Central Florida. There's a couple of shows here in August that we have circled on our calendar. Uh, first and foremost, August 13th, which I believe is a Saturday. They're going on at the Plaza Live in Orlando. Undisputed Promotions is bringing bragging rights. The event's name is Bragging Rights. I'm sure that's been used about like a it. million times. Uh, Undisputed Promotions brings Bragging Rights to the Plaza Live in Orlando, Florida. Uh, a friend of ours, Corey Marksman, will be taking on Angel Albello?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Angel. His, his first name. Angel, angel with an like e. Angel, but I'm not sure. Angel with an it. e at
0: the end. Angelie. Angel-y. Angel-y. <laughs> I don't want to make fun of names too much, but I think it's Angel Albello? Albello? Okay. Yep, but Corey that. Marksman. Okay. Yep. Four and O. No. Four and O. Uh, uh, coming off a nice victory there at the Kreeb Royale a couple months ago, and so looking to uh, extend his record uh, here on the 13th. So looking forward to that show, local show. Uh, if you're looking for tickets and, and things like that, we can travel. I'd imagine we just want to you know shoot over to Corey Marksman's. Yes, uh, accounts. Um, yes so-
1: Marksman.com. Also, Corey Marksman is on Instagram. Follow this kid. If you want tickets, message these guys. Buy the tickets from the fighters when they're coming up early yep. in their career. They get more of a percentage from when you buy them directly from them
0: what is uh, his handle there on instagram if you I have i believe
1: it? It? it's cory marksman uh, and that's cory it's c-o-r-e m-a-r-k that is it. it's, it's, it's it's actually I, I take that back if you do cory marksman it'll show up but it's yeah. real Corey marksman and that's r-e-a-l c-o-r-e-y m-a-r-k-s-m-a-n cory marksman look him up on instagram Check him out. We're going.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna to try to go as well. So August thirteenth at the Plaza Live in Orlando. If you're looking for tickets, hit him up um, and and see what what we got going on there. That should be a pretty fun and entertaining show. If you if you're not used to going to local shows, man, this is where you do it. This is where you catch these guys and gals before they really really become. Who they're meant to be, and that's awesome. Um, I'm more than happy to support that. I know you are as well. But we can travel. Also, have another local show on a Sunday, actually, August 21st. We're still waiting for some details on this one, a little more specifically, but at the Crib Royale again. Uh, I believe it's a Box Lab promotions. Uh, there, I don't have a lot of information on the card other than the fact that probably Giovanni Estella's is fighting. Yes, I would, he is scheduled I would, to fight. I would think Adrian Pinero is also fighting on He's that on the books one. Too. Um. So those guys coming off of very nice victories there, also at the Creeb Royale from uh, from July. Uh, those guys coming off of TKO victories. So that is a Box Lab promotions there at the Kreeb Royale. Don't have a, a lot of other details other than the fact that it's August twenty first.
1: So it's pretty cool. You know, we talking about the twenty four hour news cycle. I just got a message from the promoter mm. letting me know that, yes, it is on Bally Sports TV, mm. but I also have a 25-second audio that should I listen to it to see if there's more details in that? Maybe, but
0: maybe not against the mic.
1: Well, I'm not going to do it on the mic, but I'm going to listen to oh, it. Yeah, myself. go ahead and listen. So like, I'll keep talking. So from the promoter themselves, they're letting me know that, yes, it's on Bally Sports, and, yes, it's August 21st still.
0: So there you go. So and trust going to listen to that. So those, th- those are the details uh, on these two shows here locally in Orlando, August 13th. The Plaza Live Orlando, Undisputed Promotions brings bragging rights, and then also August 21st at the Carib Royale uh, show with uh, Bally Sports as well as Box Lab Promotions. Uh, A couple local guys will be on that. Uh, So, a lot of fun. We went to the last show a few weeks, probably a weekend ago, I should say, about a week ago. Had a great time. We had a table up front, and I saw all these local kids in action doing their thing. was the best part, and I mentioned this on last week's episode, is the fact that when you're there, you also get the energy of the other local guys that aren't fighting on the car they're there in the stands they're supporting or they're talking trash and it's just kind of a cool vibe it's an exciting environment so i recommend going to these shows if you haven't had a chance to take a look uh reach out to Corey marksman on the august 13th for those shows for tickets and then august 21st we can travel. maybe you have a little more tidbit and detail on that
1: yeah they're waiting for it, it's confirmed it's on valley sports mm-hmm. it's confirmed all they do is they're waiting on the um, promotion and for the uh, f- to release some official videos of the main event cool. fighter. They're saying Kenneth Sims is supposed to be the main event for TV mm-hmm. and they're waiting on some interviews with him and they're going to post that on their social media, which is Bally sports live. Um, also box lab promotions. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be August 21st. Giovanni Estello's fighting on that card. Adrian Pineros fighting on that card. So, mm-hmm. Like we just said earlier, message those guys. Look them up on Instagram. They're there. Uh, Giovanni Estella, also Adrian Pinheiro, they'll take care of you guys. I think Impact Boxing Fitness as well will take care of you for Giovanni uh Estella. estella as well i believe well on
0: so just take a look at our, our prior interviews with those guys in
1: this corner our little segment yep
0: so you'll have I, I put their handles on the info there so if you're on instagram it's probably the best way to slide into their DMs. <laughs> yes and slide into their dms get some tickets so anyways those are the two shows coming uh. up Weekend Trav, I know we have some stuff coming up this weekend. I would be remiss, though, if I didn't run down real quickly as a brief congratulations to our friend Chris Billum-Smith out there across the pond in England, taking care of business against Isaac Chamberlain, getting the decision victory over there on Sky Sports in his hometown, of all things, walking away still with his titles, deserves it. This guy is now, he's got to be in the conversation to look towards one of those cruiserweight belts. Yep. You would think so. I mean, at this point.
1: I stand with the prediction. I think in 2023... CBS is his nickname, Chris Bilham Smith. I think he fights for a world title in 2023. Yeah, that's my prediction for guy's sure.
0: Sharp, solid boxer,
1: hard worker, just like a blue collar type of guy. I like such a quiet, nice guy too. Like we love him, and you can check out in Very this segment humble. of in this corner as well. He's on there too. We did a little in a one on one with him yep. too. I love it. The guy's a good dude.
0: Yeah, so go find him on Instagram at Chris Bilham, uh, B-I-L-L-A-M. Chris is spelled as normal, uh, one word. So go find him there. Uh, but good dude, congratulations on your victory there. Uh well earned, well deserved. Look forward to seeing hopefully your next fight be for one of the major titles. That'd be fantastic for you at the cruiserweight level. Uh weekend trav this weekend.
1: Last weekend as well, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about cuz we pre previewed it a little bit was Danny Garcia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Garcia fought, he won a unanimous decision over uh, Jose Benavides Jr. Mm-hmm. I just want to bring it up briefly is that he did win. Awesome. He moved up in weight to 154. Mm-hmm. Um Probably saw one of the worst scorecards that I've ever seen in my entire life hmm. in pro boxing. And that's the only reason I wanted to bring it up is because it was horrific. Hmm. I scored the fight 11 rounds to one for Danny Garcia, right? Mm-hmm. A judge, and I don't want to be sexist here or not, but it was a woman judge. Mm-hmm. She scored the fight a draw. It was the easiest fight in the world it was to completely judge. Lopsided. It was so lopsided, it wasn't I didn't even see that. funny. She scored it 114, 114. The other scorecards actually made me upset too because I think one of them was like 115, 113. But I scored it 11 rounds to one, maybe 10 rounds to two. I just want to bring that up briefly is just because it's insane that these judges get away with this crap. That was a highway robbery. Yeah. The right guy won, thank God. Yeah. And also Gary Antoine Russell was on the undercard as well. He's a lightweight, super lightweight, 16 and 0, 16 knockouts. Got a knockout over Francis Bartholomew. Also, one of the most worst decisions I've ever seen, too. Not even questionable. Not the fighters' fault, not Gary Anton Russell's, not Francis Bartholomew's fault at all, but the, the referee yep. was horrific. I made a poll on uh, weighing in with Travis Hartman, and I think we got 33 votes to 11 that it was the worst decision they've ever seen. And it, I don't know who those 11 people were, but it was terrible. yeah So, briefly on the bigger scene on Showtime, that was also a Showtime card, Danny Garcia at Barclay Center dominated this guy yeah and i actually thought jose Benavides had a chance to win this because he's very very decorated this kid can fight you almost
0: enticed me i know to take i know the, I take know. the bet and i did not uh, danny garcia i was, Thankfully, I was texting good job. a weekend trav over the day like hey man He's like a wild favorite. It was like minus 800 or a minus 600 or something crazy like that. Like, I thought this was supposed to be a little closer of a fight. Yeah. Well, obviously it wasn't. Uh, if you were watching the fight, it was not close. But if you were a judge, maybe you took a nap halfway through and just kind of guessed on the scores.
1: The only thing was, it was just that Jose Benavidez Jr. just, he he didn't, just do didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. He took everything. He was yeah. never in trouble. His face was perfectly good after the end of the fight. But and you have no offense. How do you expect to win?
0: Listen, there's a lot to be said about trying to lose weight. To make a fight, gaining weight is equally, if not to me, harder to be a, a justifiable concern at a higher weight class. To put yeah. weight on tough. and be a tough opponent. You know, props to Danny Garcia for doing this. Overwhelming favorite, overwhelmingly won the fight. The he judges did. saw something different, but either way, he still got the victory. Um, so just kind of a questionable night. So we can travel. I'm glad. I didn't bet on that. I'm glad the WNBA didn't have any games because I couldn't <laughs> lose any money on that. I did put some money on our boy Chris billum Smith, so I won a little money on him. So it's there you all go. CBS. CBS, you won me a little bit of uh, US dollar over here. So thank you very much. Um, so that was this past weekend. But we can, Trav. Uh, let's talk about this uh, real briefly. This coming weekend, uh, we got a pretty exciting bout coming up.
1: We do. We, we we have a, an up-and-coming dude. He's not just up-and-coming, obviously. This kid's there. He's 18-0 with 18 knockouts. Virgil Ortiz Jr. is a welterweight. Yep. He doesn't really, in my opinion, get enough um, play with the media, so we're going to give it to him for sure. He's fighting on zone against Michael McKinson, who is undefeated, I think, like 22-0. So, big fight. But Virgil Ortiz is 18-0 with 18 knockouts. He knocked out a former world champion, Murray Tucker, as well, mm-hmm. back in 2021. So this kid's not just knocking out jokers, okay? This isn't like a Berlanga, who Berlanga had so many wins, so many knockouts, and knocked out everybody, right? The jury's
0: still out on him.
1: Virgil Ortiz is legit, in yeah. my opinion, yeah, yeah, okay? This is, again, I'm doing factual opinion here.
0: And a tough weight class, too. Mind yeah, w-
1: Walter Wade is yeah. extremely tough right now. I mean, very you got, loaded. you got everybody, that, Terrence loaded. Crawford, Errol Spence Junior, yeah. all those guys, so very loaded. But this kid can fight. Okay, mm. Virgil Ortiz Jr., look out for him. I think that he's he's on the verge of fighting for a world title. DAZN and Golden Boy Promotions, which is Oscar De La Hoya, they're bringing him along properly. Mm-hmm. They know how to bring along future world champions. This kid's super young, too. He's in his early 20s, I believe, so he's super young, doesn't have to really vie for a world title. And honestly, if they're smart... You need to wait out Terrence Crawford yeah. and Errol Spence Jr. But to be fair, I think Virgil Ortiz. I'm not saying he beats him, not even close. But I'm saying that he puts up a fight if he fights them. But
0: with the record, it's a good fight. With a record of 18 and 0, 18 it's KOs, very close.
1: It's getting very close to be yeah. talked about.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: this weekend on the zone. Um, that that fight definitely deserves, um, its props. Um, but on the major scene past that, we have an August 13th on ESPN T from a Lopez. That's true. Uh, yep. But and he's moving up in weight as well as super lightweight, which is 140. But,
0: but once again, overwhelming initially. Favorite.
1: Yeah, and against Pedro Campa, he's supposed to win that fight big. Um, but honestly, Virgil Ortiz is a big fight. Watch it, Dezone. If you have Dezone, definitely tune in. It's worth it. Um, but that's the major boxing season right guys, now. Listen,
0: we pay attention to these up and coming guys, and because we, this is the future. Okay, we could talk about the current guys all, and we do that. We talk about the current fighters, local, current, big scene, everything. But listen, listen. When you hear a name like that, when you hear a name like Chris Billum Smith, when you hear some of the guys locally for us that are up and coming. Pay attention to Remember, these names. We
1: talked about those guys.
0: Pay attention to these names because if you were a boxing fan, you're going to enjoy what you see when you watch them uh, and their product. So we can, Trav. Final pivot for me. Let's get it. We're going to get away from the boxing segment. We're not really going to talk about beards, other than the fact we both have one. And they're both well, looking, they're looking pretty good. I, I would say they look, deli- at least mine looks delicious.
1: Delicious and nutritious.
0: Yeah. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> uh, but let's go to the bourbon side of things. Though this is, a, it looks like a straight whiskey, but I think it's a blend. It's uh, a blended bourbon, yes. Yeah. So this is from old WM Tar's distillery, I believe. Yeah, WM Tar, William Tar the Distillery. Manchester Reserve. In Kentucky. This is the Manchester Reserve. I don't know if you can see this at home. Autographed there by, uh, um, uh, cash daniel yeah. and mark stoop that's who right. is the head
1: coach was- of the university of kentucky football team yep. and a former player who is major i mean this guy's all american i believe so this guy is a good fight a good good uh football player as well
0: well fun fact mark stoops used to be defensive coordinator for florida state uh, i'm a florida state Seminole fan even though we've run on some hard years here but he was around town you mark stoops Oh, well, we lost him, but we, then we then uh, Jim Fisher pulled a you – know, anyways, we're not going to talk about that today. Uh, though, Weekend Trap, side note, very excited, football is back.
1: It's around the corner.
0: The Hall of Fame game, Weekend Trap, Hall of Fame game, I believe, is this coming weekend. Preseason, first preseason game. Anyways.
1: Right, it's August, August, dude. August, today's August 1st. Wild, first.
0: wild. Training camps are going. B Money is a big football guy. He's a big NFL guy. Huge. Huge. Love boxing too, but I'm a huge uh, football guy. Anyways, excited. We like
1: combat sports. That's Very a combat. Very excited. You know what I mean? uh, anyways,
0: getting back to this. So we have yes, yeah, signed by both these guys. Sorry, I saw the, There's the other signature up here. Signature uh, there. This is the Manchester Reserve, seven years aged, in out of Kentucky, the William Tard Distillery. Um, <clears throat> we drank a little bit of it. See, so you could tell on the bottle. We haven't had a ton. Uh, we can try. I like it. It was a little hot. Like we initially smelled it. We popped the cork and we're like, hmm. This smells, smells
1: different than the rest we've smelled.
0: Has some sweeter notes to it. Smells good.
1: And we've done 90 episodes. We've, we've had, had a, lot. a lot. I bet we've done at least 50 plus bourbon slash whiskeys.
0: Yeah. Poured it. Smelled it again, and we're like, whew. It smells hot." This might uh, burn, singe the nostrils a little bit, uh, it and stings the nostrils. Sing, yeah. So I'm having some more, I I will have actually. more too. But uh, in order to make sure that I don't have diarrhea of the mouth, though, I'll, I'll wait till we're done. Uh, this Clearly to me I don't mind. Yeah. I well, we pooped your pants from Taco Bell. So. I've never pooped my pants from Taco Bell, people. Okay. Anyway, so no diarrhea of the mouth. It's very good. It's a, There is some heat on it. So if you like that sort of thing, if you like your bourbons or whiskeys in this case uh, to have a little heat on it, then this is a very delectable brand.
1: Oh, look at you. Like I, I got lightheaded at that word. It was yeah. such a big word. You yeah. confused me for a second. I'm
0: sorry. I'm very confusing. Ask ask my spouse. Um, <laughs> So price point though, a little elevated. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. So price so point the big time today. I don't know where you could find this necessarily because this was a gift. Okay. From Kentucky. This From is a Kentucky. Kentucky bourbon. This was uh this price point, I think online if you look for it, it's about in the mid seventies range, yeah, seventy 80 to eighty, bucks. something like that. Uh, but this Manchester Reserve, that old WM Tar, Kentucky Straight Whiskey, which is a bourbon and rye blend, we can travel. Give me the rundown of how we accumulated this bottle.
1: So we have a friend of the show, Dr. Bewley, who is a UK graduate and also a friend of the family, Wildcats. Uh, Dr. Bewley, husband and the wife, Dr. Bewley, Dr. Bewley, both doctors. They're awesome. I love them. Ruth and Mike Bewley. I love you guys. I appreciate um, the gift. This is awesome. And I want all of our listeners to start taking notes, Okay. We got a gift from friends and family of the show. They mm-hmm. listen to the show too. They love the show as well. And they finally, finally, finally got our first love gift from... Know?
0: They they the not beauties. they not only love you, they love our rapist wit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually I should take that back because um Hagen O'Reilly and Louis Ortiz Louis, oh, very true. Louis Salazar very true. and Frankie Liz, they've also they given showed us some, some big so love. They showed us a lot of love too, so I, I take that back. But this is a, a friend of the family and they're not in this business. Frank and them are in this business of bourbon and things like that. Yeah. But also I just want to give a huge thank you to you guys. This is I like it. So are we are gonna. Are we going to rate it? I'm just going to go
0: rate it. Uh, zero to ten boxing gloves. We can travel. That's what we do for the folks at home listening to us. This is the bourbon segment. We will rank things that are new to us uh, um, and, and give us a score. Zero to ten boxing gloves because this is a boxing podcast. You know, see the boxing gloves in the background uh, if you're uh, watching at home. So we can travel. Give me your rating, zero to ten, and why you chose that. Let me
1: ask you real fast. Do you get a vanilla scent at all to that or a taste at all? Hmm. Just now, I felt like, I felt like I got a little bit of a hint of one.
0: Maybe slightly, or you put the seed in my head to look for it. Yeah, so now. Okay, it's there. so now it's there. So I was putting
1: it there. So listen, everybody, listen to our show. Also, we what's our highest rating event? It's not much over eights. seven. I think, I think we, we've had an eight, a little eight,
0: eight, a little eight. I
1: think that I'm gonna go. I'm I, I bet I'm gonna bet right now because. I love to make predictions. I'm going to bet that my ratings are going to be higher than yours, mm. but I think I'm going to go a 7.6. Okay, I I like it. The price point was high, but honestly, it's pretty smooth. I've been drinking a lot more than B-Money has right now, mm-hmm. but B-Money is smart because he's the producer, also runs the show quite mm-hmm. a bit, so he's trying to stay very level-headed, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still level-headed, but um, I'm giving it a 7.6. Okay. I like it. I think it's pretty smooth. Honestly, I don't like it when it's hot. Like the the, the the spiciness to it. I do mm-hmm. like spice stuff, but I don't like my bourbon to be spicy. I don't think after a while it's spicy, though. No. I think that very first, if you drink it neat, when I drink I drink it neat to test it out first. It was hot, yeah. okay? Then we had the, the circular cylinder ice cube. Yeah. Let it melt into there, and right now- It opened it up, yeah. It opened it up, and I think it's pretty smooth.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
1: like it. I enjoy it. So my that, 7.6 is pretty high.
0: On top of that, if you've had a good amount of it, then he's also feeling- you know, yeah.
1: Usually, when I'm feeling good in the conversation, good. I get a little um, high.
0: He's chewing on that cigar. I got a lot of uh, vices going on here, so we can travel. Usually, you do Bourbon rank and some. Cigar of these- go together. That's dude. true. Usually, you rank some of these things higher than me. I get it. And, and this is going to be kind of high for me because I do enjoy it. And I think the fact that it was also uh, given as out of love helps. And it's signed. It and there's some way. There's a little Florida State connection too, even though oh. he was only here temporarily. It's very emotional you know. for you. So I am giving this a seven point four also for the easy hey, ma- the all ease, right. ease of the math. That's high. Averaging seven point five. Very solid score from That's us. a great score, actually. Okay. Yeah. So this is a straight whiskey blended though of rye and bourbon so it's not a pure bourbon so keep that in mind for those at home purists we are not a purist obviously if you listen to us long enough you know we sometimes ramble and shoot from the hip on these things but we do enjoy it we like it we still have some other things that we need to randomly drink down this one though very solid, so we recommend it uh, there at home. The old WM Tar Distillery, uh, the straight whiskey Manchester Reserve.
1: It says it's a seven-year bourbon to blend with our very best behaved eight-year rye, yeah. dialing in complex notes from both juices into a one-spirited bottle of amber liquor. Hmm. Amber liquor. That's, Ju- that's be money's significant other. Yeah,
0: juices. So um, we can, Trav. I like it. You like it. Seven point five on. The rating 7.5. Thanks, Dr. Buley. Boxing gloves. And family. So, uh, we can travel. We're going to go and wrap this thing up. I mentioned uh, maybe off air that we were going to unbow it. Now we're going to put the bow on this thing. Episode 91 of Wayne and with Travis Hartman. We appreciate your time for listening to us, folks. If you have yet to subscribe to our content, please do so below at, on YouTube or Rumble, or if you're following our audio uh, source over there on iHeartRadio or Spotify or iTunes or wherever else. You can find a Google podcast. It's all over the place. But we do appreciate the support from not only you and our subscriber base, but also IF Enterprises, TH Boxing, and Gulfstream Financial. Thank you so much for your media uh, support as well, your media partnership. So if you have yet to subscribe at home, please do so, because this guy over here, who's busy with the snaps and the, in, the Insta-snaps and the, and the and the, and the, and the my face and all that stuff, <laughs> he's busy doing that, but he will show up one day at your house. If you don't subscribe below, and we have the inside track, we know... The stats. If you do not, he's going to show up to your house one day and go like this. Someone's going to answer and be like, Hey, who's this? And be like, Hey, I'm Weekend Traff. Have you subscribed to our podcast, Wayne and Travis Hartman? And someone will be like, No. Lights out. Lights out. Lights out, people. Lights out. Lights out. And with that, we're going to turn all these lights out too from episode 91 of this podcast of Wayne and Travis Hartman. No final thoughts, but I will say this as the final thought. That over there is Weekend Trav.
1: That there is B Money, aka producer.
0: Mm-hmm. God bless. Uh. Err. <clears throat> <laughs>